Welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, where every week we bring you new inspiration from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful Hudson Valley, making you an even better gardener. And now, here's your host, Marie Iannotti. Hello and welcome to the Gardening the Hudson Valley podcast, the show that brings you gardening news and tips from the gardens and gardeners of New York's beautiful valley region. I'm your host, Marie Iannotti. I got my order of duckweed today, of duckweed and fairy moss. These two tiny aquatic plants float on top of water and form like a thick carpet that shades the pond underneath. I've always loved the look of duckweed, but I could never find anyone who sold it locally. I would have to scoop up as much of it as I could when I bought my water hyacinths and then wait for it to multiply. But I was lucky enough to visit Margaret Roach's lovely garden on her most recent open day, and her water gardens were covered with the stuff. Needless to say, it was all I could do to stop myself from shoveling it into my pockets. But instead, I asked where she got it in quantity, and she very graciously directed me to pondplants.com. I'll put a link to their website and to Margaret's post about instant water gardens in the show transcript, because that's the topic I want to talk about today. Now, I like having a small water garden. I enjoy the evening croaking and the birds splashing about in it. But I didn't want to have to run electricity for an ever-running pump or have to do a lot of seasonal maintenance. I guess I'm just lazy. I didn't want fish because local zoning makes it difficult to have a deep enough pond for them to survive the winter. So I put my water garden in a partially shaded spot, which meant my water plants didn't uh, bloom as profusely as they should, but it also drastically cut back on the amount of algae that was produced. And that means it cut down on the amount of maintenance I had. Uh, That was until a couple of years ago when the large maple that provided the partial shade for the pond had to come down. So I lost my tree and with full sun my little water garden was becoming an ugly stew of sheet algae. And if you've ever seen sheet algae it just kind of it's really is sheets. You try and pull it out of your water garden and it's this heavy slimy mess. Now planting another mature tree nearby was as impractical as moving the water garden would have been, which is when I started scooping duckweed wherever I could find it. So if you think you'd like a small water garden and you want to test the waters, excuse the pun, these surface covering plants could be just what you're looking for. I mean, wildlife will still visit your pond and the tiny fern-like plants look quite pretty floating about. They can turn a reddish brown in bright direct light, but they still look good. So I would highly recommend checking those out and you could start with something as small as a pot and just go from there. If you've missed any of this, you can find the transcript with all the links I mentioned on the website at www.gardeningthatsandvalley.com. I would love to hear about your experiments with border gardening. But for now, I thank you so much for listening and I hope you'll join me again next week for gardening tips from the most beautiful place on earth.